In today's episode, Dr. Cashy explores the relationship between frustration and tolerating it. Some stuff can overwhelm you, some stuff can underwhelm you, and some stuff can just plain whelm you. The ability to manage your state of whelmingness comes from having a bulletproof way to distinguish between the states of whelm. Roll the intro! Hello, and welcome to ah, Coffee with Cashy. I'm your host, Dr. Trevor Cashy. Today's lesson is fun, but interesting, a little shorter and sweeter, so you can get on with your day and, and take action on all the cool stuff that that is that is arising from said lesson today, okay? One of TKN's clients girl Rocky. She is a young and successful up-and-coming real estate tycoon sleuth. Various other positive affirmational words for highly skilled people, okay? She made a post, okay? She made a post talking about how she needed a moment to remind herself, excellent words, a moment to remind herself rather than having other people remind her, a moment to remind herself that that she's got people, <laughs> that people have her back, okay? She was making food. She's making food at, at, a, at a later time than normal, presumably, because she said her work schedule is so crazy. And halfway through making food, she wanted to quit. She wanted to quit. But guess what? She pushed through, okay? Who else has field, this field, combining words, who else has felt that sort of pain and angst and all that other stuff where there's something that you know you know deep down that if you do it it's good but you still you still want to quit anyway because life is crazy okay that's what today's lesson is about so congratulations rocky for for pushing through you do have an army at your back and so there was some commentary that Dr. Cashy made on that post. It's like, I'm going to, you know, write a few, you know, and it turns it into a, you know, a, a, a thousand word thesis. So going to share some of that with you guys now, with you now. All right. So <clears throat> pull this up here. Oh, does, does life feel crazy? Does life feel crazy? You bet it can. You bet it can feel crazy. But is it too crazy? too hard horrible and you can't stand it hmm well thankfully you can stand it think about how you know you can stand it think about how the community the group knows you can stand it how do they know because you are currently standing it science this is good. Now, practically anything that has you actually get better instead of just feeling better has a bit of inertia, has a bit of inertia. That is, using, using some grade school physics terms here, it starts at rest and it takes an external source of energy to get it moving. And once it gets moving, you can keep it moving. Okay. Getting over this hump 
you know, and this, or even dealing with, you know, life's daily annoyances and hassles means building up what TCAN calls frustration tolerance. That term has been appropriated from philosophers and, and other rational thinkers and, and cognitive scientists, etc. Okay, so that term was appropriated. It's about b building up a frustration tolerance. If you are too sensitive to frustration, okay, if you want to quit doing something, if you want to quit making your food, right? You want to quit doing something. Why do you want to quit? Because it's too hard. It's too much and you can't stand doing it. Well, why can't you stand doing it? Because it's frustrating. It is a frustrating stimulus. Aha. Okay. If you are too sensitive to the frustrating stimulus, you have, you have frustration sensitivity, then it makes more sense to avoid the frustration and do self-destructive things, have self-destructive responses that barely mask the frustration. You feel better by avoiding the frustration, okay? If you are tolerant of a frustrating stimulus, you're tolerant of a frustrating stimulus, then it makes more sense to overcome and resolve it with a resilient response. You resolve the stimulus. You do constructive things. You have constructive outcomes. So you get better and stay better instead of just feeling better, kind of, sort of, which you may know doing stuff that just kind of feels better right now kind of ends up becoming frustrating and miserable later, okay? So how do you become more tolerant of life's frustrating stimuli, hmm? Well, you do things you avoid doing. You do things you want to quit. Hmm? Well, again, why do you avoid doing them? Because you told yourself they're too frustrating to deal with. You can't be bothered. You can't stand it. It's too much. And because they're too frustrating to deal with, you're stuck. It was a great word. Went over to... Um, friend's house for dinner last night, the Hormoses, and they brought up the word stuck, and it stuck with me, right? When things are, feel too frustrating, more frustrating than you think you can deal with, you feel stuck. And when you actually push your butt, when you actually push your butt to do it, then you prove, you prove this thing you convinced yourself was overwhelming and too hard and that you can't stand it. It was really just an annoyance, a hassle. And that you can, in fact, deal with it because you did. Because you did. You prove that when you do it, you are getting better and you are better off for it. Now, it's easy to tell yourself life is crazy. This is, this is a frustrating stimulus. It's too much. I can't stand it. And if I can't stand it, then life must be crazy. Ah. <sighs> But if you take a step back, it's probably more that life is just right now slightly more annoying than you want it to be at this moment. Is that what makes crazy? Can life actually be crazy? Or is crazy just a vague term people use to work themselves up into acting crazy because life is more frustrating than they demand it must be right now? Hmm? But if you tell yourself it's crazy, well, then it's easy to say, well, it's too crazy to do the things that have me getting better 
and staying better, so I may as well do the things that feel better instead. Even if those things end up, you guessed it, actually adding to your misery and frustration, thus proving now that your life is crazy. Okay, so what's happening here? What's happening here? What's the, what's the stimulus and the response and the outcome? Okay, a person encounters a frustrating stimulus, right? They're doing something that they can't stand. It's too hard, making a bunch of food after a long day and everything has gone to heck in a handbasket, okay? Frustrating stimulus. Now that person starts telling themselves that because it's frustrating and they can't stand it, and, and it's too hard, that, that life must be crazy. And they start creating impulsive urges to avoid all this stuff they start labeling as bad, okay? They avoid the stuff they label as bad, as part of the response, okay? By cashing in on those urges, giving themselves permission to do self-sabotaging things, self-sabotaging responses that apparently feel better right then. And the most common way to avoid bad stuff is to indulge in vices, eating, drinking, etc., debauching, procrastinating, streaming, you know, staying up late, right? Well, what permission is that? What do they leverage to grant themselves permission to do these self-sabotaging things, these sabotaging responses? Well, that life is crazy, of course, okay? So when you do something that is self-sabotaging, because you give yourself permission from a self-sabotaging stimulus where you say life is crazy, do something self-destructive, you have a destructive outcome. Well, why do you have a destructive outcome? Because life is crazy. Ah. Okay, when life is crazy, it increases the urges to move away from the bad, to feel better now, instead of toward the stuff they know is good, to get better for real. Okay, if a person procrastinates by telling themselves something is too hard to do, right, because life is crazy, and then they wait to the last minute to do it because life is crazy, well, then you have this destructive outcome of procrastination. That destructive outcome leads to the frustrating stimulus of being panicked and making yourself miserable as the frustrating stimulus and then responding by scrambling to do the task and then doing worse than you know you otherwise could have, which then proves with the destructive outcome that they were right about life being crazy and, and that, 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 that life is too crazy to do it. And that's two cents is so crazy to do it. I got to wait till the last minute because life is so crazy. Hmm? This leads to the new stimulus to be frustrated that life is so crazy, which is why they must do it till the last. It seems this is crazy. Yeah. Literally driving yourself crazy, right? This is the circular thinking, right? Is really more like a downward spiral. <laughs> okay. So call to action here today. Call to action. Think of some things where you have felt better. Right? Vices you indulge in where you avoid the bad. Okay? What does it take to do them and thus feel better? Almost nothing. What sort of outcomes do they typically have for you? Are they more constructive or destructive? Think of some things in your life where you actually got better, where you, get, where you became better from it. What does it take to do those things and thus get better? Probably more than nothing. What sort of outcomes do they typically have for you? Are they more constructive 
or are they more destructive? So take that with you, make a little list, check it twice. <laughs> okay, thank you so much for learning. Stay rational. Until next time. Want to continue having coffee with Dr. Kashi? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It is very much appreciated. Thank you, and see you next week. Dr. Kashi is out. <laughs>